0: Jason Adam and welcome to Clubhouse Conversation.
1: They come from all corners of the world and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina, Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. That music gets me fired up every single time. And so does thinking about the future of the Kansas City Royals organization, especially with prospects like Jason Adam, who joins us live right now on Clubhouse Conversation. I'm Davo. Yeah, Jason Adam, one of the top ten prospects in the Royals organization pretty much unanimously. Baseball America calls him the ninth-ranked prospect. And Jason joins us by phone right now. Hey, you're back home in Springdale, right?
0: Yes, we're home for, home for a few days, get to enjoy the off day on Easter, and get back at it tomorrow.
1: Very nice. How's the early season going for you, both individually and as a team?
0: Uh, individually, it's going well. Had a uh, rough first outing. But glad to get it all out of my system. Uh, came back a little stronger last outing and really taken what I know and have learned in the past. I'm really excited to get back out there tomorrow. Man, team's struggling. Team has been struggling, but I think we turned it around this past road trip at Tulsa to to afford. So hopefully we can go on a win streak a little bit longer than that losing streak we just posted up.
1: You sound exhausted, man. How's travel in the Texas League? Is it is it is I mean, you've moved up, you were obviously in, in Kane County, you moved up to Wilmington, now you're in double A there in, in northwest Arkansas. Does the travel get better progressively as you go level to level or is it all kind of just wacky in the minor leagues?
0: It's um, it is wacky. I've I i do not mind it too bad. I do I get tired but I can sleep on pretty much anything, so sleeping on the bus is no problem for me. I have heard though from guys in Triple A that they prefer Double A travel over Triple A travel because they're taking like red eye flights every morning, late at night, as opposed to just sitting on a bus and going to sleep.
1: Will you guys like stop ever like like at a restaurant? Like you know, all of a sudden, twenty five guys come out, and people are like, "Who are these guys? Do you, do you, is it like like a is it like a normal road trip for like you know an average family of four? Will you just tell each other when you're <laughs> hungry, or how does that work?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it pretty much is. We stop. We stop where there's a uh, Usually a couple restaurants, so we don't totally bombard them. But it will usually overwhelm some people because there's at least 10 guys going into each restaurant out of nowhere. And it's usually in the middle of nowhere, Texas, or just anywhere.
1: <laughs> what about the bathroom breaks? Or do you guys have one on the bus?
0: There's a bathroom on the bus. Oh, okay, and, uh, right. Our bus driver does have a small bladder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, so I guess you'd I guess unless somebody's going to take over the wheel, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. So always get their bus
1: license. Very interesting. Well, so let's talk about, let's go back a couple months here, I guess only a few weeks, really. Let's talk about uh, spring training, your first time being in big league camp for spring training. How was that?
0: It was outstanding. Those uh, veteran guys, they really, they took all of us under their wing. Um, obviously, most media saws or got a pretty hard time, but it's all in good fun, and just you learn so much. It's so much easier to learn from a fellow player as opposed to a coach. I don't know why it's that way. It's just something about it is absorbed better in my mind personally. So it was an outstanding experience.
1: So one thing you learned definitely was not to call the guys old. (laughs) That won't happen (laughs) now.
0: Exactly, yeah. You notice I said veteran. (laughs) No no reference of old guys to be found.
1: (laughs) Uh, We're talking to Jason Adams. So who are some of the guys that kind of took you under their wing the most as far as big leaguers go in during spring training?
0: I would say uh, Shields was one of the guys, just because he was in uh, my PFP group, so I got to know him pretty well. Holland, also a great guy. Uh, they're all great. They all shared it pretty equally. No, surprisingly, you hear about like when you're younger, you're like, oh, the big leaguers, like you don't want to cross them. And they're all, they're all great guys. At least in our organization, they all. If you didn't, if you saw them on the street, you wouldn't know any different. Just thinking. Wow, this person's a pretty cool person. That's
1: it. Well, I know in the past, uh, you're you're in Arizona. It seems like you know the off season pretty much the entire time, and you've gotten to know some of the other guys like Bruce Chen and and mm-hmm. some of that like that. So obviously, that made it easier too during spring training. You probably already kind of knew some of the guys too, right?
0: Exactly. I I met almost all of them at least once, and Bruce, I had become pretty close with working out in the off season, so that made it just a lot more comfortable for me because it is a little bit overwhelming knowing that. Oh, these are like the guys like even though they're great people, you still don't want to do anything to get on their bad side.
1: So you were able to retire several big league hitters during your outings there. Uh was that kind of a shot in the arm for you or, or can you not even really name who you got out? Is it just kind of one of those things where you pitch to whoever up there and it doesn't really matter?
0: Um, it did matter at the time. I mean it was it's obviously a great feeling. But looking back on now, it now it's more it was a confidence building thing as far as I am I am good enough. I can pitch at any level at any time. It's just a matter of refining my consistency, minor things with my pitches, and then who knows how far that will take me. So it was definitely a confidence boost, but looking back on it now, I just try to look back and see what I learned.
1: How much scouting is there? You hear in the major leagues all the advanced scouting and the, the infield shifts and the wacky defenses and you know the catcher and pitcher kind of know the opposing hitters. How about the minor leagues? How about at the Double-A level? I mean, uh, do you kind of know a lot about these guys 1 through 9 or is it more just at that level you're just working on your own thing and you you don't really know all the advanced stuff about a certain hitter?
0: Double-A is for me at least the first level where I really started. I started to learn the other hitters. Low A, high A was all about repeating mechanics, throwing this pitch, didn't matter when. Now I have a meeting. I try to have a meeting at least a day in advance. It doesn't always work out that way. At least an hour before the game, go over hitters. If, if I face them last year, like what do I know about their tendencies? What does our, my pitching coach, Jim Brower, know about their tendencies? And we just go over that so it's in my head. I still, I'm still going to stick with my strengths. But I know, all right. This guy can't hit an inside fastball. I'm comfortable throwing my inside fastball, blow him up.
1: Huh. Now, how about being back at uh, Northwest Arkansas? You're there to start this year again. Uh, do you feel like that things have slowed down a little bit in the Texas League? Kind of already making your way through that once, and does that make the the league feel a little bit easier for you? Or
0: oh yeah, there's there's definitely uh, a comfortability in being in the same league. It's it's not where I want to be, obviously. I want to continue moving up the ladder. But for where I'm at right now, it's it's great to be somewhere I'm comfortable and somewhere I feel I can I can dominate and continue to move. So it's uh, not where I want to be long-term, but it's a great place to be for
1: now. We're talking to Jason Adam on Clubhouse Conversation. So you're reunited again with Vance Wilson. Uh, you're yeah. know, back you with him at King County, correct?
0: Yes, I was with him in King County. In Wilmington, so I only one year if I played where he wasn't my manager. That's
1: right. He was in Wilmington with you too. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, what's it like being with him again? It's just you know, like old times all over again.
0: It, it's awesome. He's a, he's a great manager. Um, there's obviously a great a lot of comfort between us. We, I mean, he's his first year was my first year, so we've been together three out of four years of both our careers. His managing my playing, so it, he's a great manager. He he allows. Jim Brower to totally work with his pitchers. and they It's just a great coaching staff as a whole.
1: Well, you mentioned Jim Brower. I know you're a big fan of his. Uh, mm-hmm. How good is it working with him, and where does he rank in your life amongst all the pitching coaches you've worked with?
0: Um, He's, he's by far one of the best pitching coaches I've ever worked with. hes I, I love every pitching coach I've ever worked with, but he's just... Um, he communicates really well with me, and And the same thing as Vance, I've been with him three of my four years, so there's obviously more comfort there. And he he knows me; he knows what I need to be doing to be successful. So the I guess the learning curve isn't as great when I'm working with him as it would be with a coach that doesn't maybe know me so well.
1: What are you working on most at the moment?
0: Um, just like we were talking about earlier, learning hitters. that's something that didn't necessarily come natural for me. That's probably been the hardest part of my career is learning how to focus, take a step back, and slow down and realize all right, this guy's up, this guy's on deck, I got first base open. Um, what's he trying to do right now? Should I attack him or should I pitch him with what I want to throw? And if I walk him, I walk him because I got nine hole on deck. So stuff like that's been my biggest issue.
1: You talk about working, uh, you know, uh, knowing the hitters and working against them and, and working to your game. Talk about, obviously, the catcher goes into that quite a bit. Uh, talk about mm-hmm. the guys you're thrown to and your battery mates down there in northwest Arkansas and what kind of role they're playing, and tell us about them.
0: They're great. Parker Morin, I've thrown to him twice. I guess one was uh, the game that got tornadoed out. <laughs> but he's very smart. He's, uh, he's a, I think he's 22, like me, but he's really smart for his age. Uh, great catcher. Juan grader or other catcher um, i've played with him i think every single year so he i have he knows what i like to throw i know what he likes to call we get along great so there's there's no catcher on our team that i'm not comfortable with
1: you you mentioned that tornado game and i saw a picture of that on the internet uh so basically you're throwing i i saw the picture and it looks like there's like a tornado like a block beyond left field. Did it ever think to anybody? that <laughs> it maybe stop the game, or are we just gonna keep I going?
0: I couldn't believe it when I saw the picture. I didn't even notice it during the game. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I saw that. I was like, whoa! What look seriously could have swept me right up.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, we all love baseball, but sometimes it you know, might be things more important, like safety. <laughs> We're talking to Jason Adam on Clubhouse Conversation. Your pitches, you, you're, you're still rolling with four of them, right? Do you have any of them that you feel the most confident in and any of them that you think are kind of lagging behind the others?
0: Um, No, I think I feel great with all four. Um, fastball, it's always – four-seam fastballs always come natural to me. Originally, I was four-seam, curveball, changeup guy. Change up is by far the best it's been ever for me, so that's a great addition and then my slider was a new pitch last year and I keep it got a little flat my first couple games but now it's back it feels I feel great with that and obviously my curveball I have the comfort level just because I've thrown it my whole life
1: do you feel like there's any more pitches you might add in the future or are you pretty much set with what you got for now
0: i'll have it I'll have it two seeing eventually um, I don't think i have a need for it right now just established dominance both sides of the play with my forcing and the rest of my pitches play off that but definitely in the big leagues two seam would be something just to get ground balls with it's it's just an extra pitch it won't i'll never be a sinker ball guy but just to have a good sinker that i can throw in certain counts would be ideal
1: Obviously, everybody listening to us is not from Kansas City, but a number are. And, and Springdale's a great trip. It's only about two and a half, two forty-five 2.45 from KC. Okay. You grew up here, so you know that, obviously. But So I've made that trip several times. But I want to hear from your point of view. Uh, what's the best thing about that area and then Royals fans coming down you know, for a weekend to see you guys play this year down there? What should they do while in the uh, northwest Arkansas area? Is, is that like a tri-city or something? Is there some name for the three cities down there? or?
0: The name, I could not tell you. seems like there should be some. Geography is not strong (laughs) as the mind. What
1: what should they do when they come down there? What would you suggest, other than going to the bullpen?
0: I've never actually done it, but I've heard there's, like, an awesome drive through zoo here. Really? It's, like, uh, I don't think you're supposed to be. You can roll down your windows and, like, touch, like, (laughs) crazy, like, wild animals. There's, like, lions out there and stuff, and they come, like, right up to your car. (laughs)
1: So. What could possibly go wrong sticking your hand out the window? <laughs> yeah. with
0: a lion? Maybe no lions. There's some big <laughs> old animals, whatever they were. <laughs> well, that's great. So
1: that, that's something you should do. And it, 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 Dixon Street, I hear, is nice and the campus. So yeah. it's just kind of a nice area to get some get some food and relax and watch baseball type thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, baseball fan. obviously got University of Arkansas. I haven't been to a game, but I've heard they're a blast. Um, so it's. It's a it's a great location, like you said, close to Kansas City and about ten minutes from University of Arkansas. It's, it's a
1: pretty good place to be. It's a must trip, must trip. We're talking to Jason Adams, so I want to talk about a few more of your teammates. You mentioned a couple catchers, um, but I want to hear you know about some of your other guys. So tell us more from your point about uh, Chesler Cuthbert.
0: He is. I love Chesler. He's uh, he's like he's from Corn Island, like tiny island. He says you can drive around in like the whole thing in like two hours. Um, but on a baseball side he he's real even keeled. It's hard to find him without a smile on his face while he's playing and he hammers balls. He uh just great natural swing. He's nasty on like the bunt play or the running in play and all plays at the third baseman, so I love the kid.
1: How about Lane Adams?
0: I mean, Lane we we were probably uh He's probably my best friend on the team, for sure. We live together. Uh, great guys. Ridiculously fast. Doesn't look at the huge strides. Uh, pretty much steals bases on command. Uh, but, yeah, obviously, he's, I'm probably most tight with him.
1: Jorge Bonifacio?
0: Going to be ridiculous. That's uh, a little bit of a slow start early, but he's, he's hitting balls hard. He's just... Getting unlucky. I mean, he's hammering the ball like always. He's great in the outfield. He's going to be a fun player to watch for quite a while.
1: One guy I think is kind of flown under the radar that uh, people have told me about before, uh, as far as unheralded, is Scott Alexander. Would you agree with that? And tell us about him.
0: Absolutely, Scott. He, I mean, it's he. Whether he's a lefty specialist or a dominant closer in the game, I could see either one. For sure at the very least he'll be a lefty specialist in the big leagues in my opinion. He stands way over on the left side of the rubber and his ball it's ridiculous amount of movement. It's like I wish I could do that. It moves his two seam move drops like probably ten inches just straight down. Change up changeup looks like a like a, a right handed slider almost. It's he's fun to watch.
1: One question I like to ask uh, everyone I talk to, it might take a second to think of this, but if you had to think of one guy in the whole organization, maybe he's on your team now, maybe he's not, or or maybe there's a couple. Maybe you can't think of just one. Maybe there's a few guys. But who are some of the kind of underappreciated guys that don't show up on the Baseball America top 10 or the top 20, but guys that you definitely think are worth keeping an eye on and and that could fly under the radar and make it up here to KC? Is there anybody in particular or a couple guys in particular that stick out?
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I can think a couple on our team alone. You see, uh, Whit Merrifield, utility guy, plays every position well. All the infield. I think he's played. He pitched for us last year in a, in a game. Obviously, that's not his Thing, but he's just a natural athlete. He he hit. He's a consistent hitter. Got a good swing. I could easily see him see him be a utility guy in the big leagues. I. He he could do well at any level. Right now, he's a great player. And then uh, another one, I would say, Angel Franco. I mean he's he's got he's got smooth hands. He hits two ninety three hundred every year. I've played with him. But you never hear about. Him. So he's he's definitely I would say under the radar possible stud.
1: Yeah, another guy that he seems to some pop in his bat sometimes too which is kind of an added bonus
0: yeah big old big old strong hands
1: well we appreciate all the time man uh look forward to checking in with you uh throughout the summer and and all of course you know good luck in your start tomorrow night and let's hope there's no funnel clouds or you know tornadoes (laughs) (laughs) and you're playing at home so hopefully they'll call it if there is right
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i would like to think so but you never know i guess minor league baseball (laughs)